two queer women on a mind-blowing dating adventure. Tanya is a seasoned vet with three to six past girlfriends, and Brooke is just starting her journey. Could this be the one? Is this a total disaster? Does anyone want their cookies? And why is dating so hard? Welcome to No One Wants My Cookies. another episode new day new us new day new us welcome to no one wants my cookies i'm tanya <laughs> i'm brooke <laughs> wow okay so, it's seven o'clock in the morning on a saturday so <laughs> brooke has not had any coffee zero my hair looks like whoa i got right a little now. little head start oh and we got the suit <laughs> okay <laughs> we're we'll on start, y'all we are on it so <laughs> We have we have a special guest today. Mm-hmm. We have my friend and co-worker, Kathy. You've met before, actually. I have. So this isn't the first meeting. Um, <laughs> Kathy invited us to do a trivia with her. And let's just say we haven't been invited back since. <laughs> so everybody, welcome, Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> 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 Good morning. You know, in in all fairness, um, I I wasn't very impressed with the the format of the trivia. Like we had to keep uh, contesting the answers and like fighting for the you know like the inaccuracies or fighting against the inaccuracies. So we haven't we haven't joined rejoined that trivia. It's happened a couple times since. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm I glad I got. We, I'm glad we got that awkwardness out of the way. <laughs> Brooke and I are horrible at trivia. Um, <laughs> horrible so kathy'd be like brooke tanya you got anything and i'm like blue <laughs> i think I, knew, I think i knew one answer and it was like the best moment of the day i was like no my god i know this one <laughs> i don't remember what it was but that was about it that was about it we uh we would make out during the breaks yeah we turned our camera <laughs> off you and- think you think you turned your camera off <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we were that annoying couple that just, you know, falls in love and is in that phase. No, it's Um, it's basically like your two friends who, like, dip below the the seat in the school bus and then come up and they're, you know, all frazzled. (laughs) Like, yeah, we're not stupid. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're doing homework. Okay, guys. (laughs) Did did you find that contact lens yet? Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh no, we were just looking for a pencil. Just <laughs> under the desk, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're no, not smooth at cool. all. <laughs> like, at all. We were like in Yuma, we were eating ice cream out of styrofoam cups, <laughs> like living our best life. <laughs> yeah, and so we fun. didn't know it was like serious trivia. There was like a hundred people there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we had most of the people on our team, so. <laughs> <laughs> We had a big and team. that was for your birthday, right? You know, it just happened to coincide. I don't make a big thing out of my birthday, but um, okay. somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> she, Kathy's never, so Kathy and I have known each other for almost four years now, and uh, she's never made a big deal about her birthday. Uh, we actually sent her a package the year before last. It was sweet. And, and she's like, oh, thank you so much. That was sweet. You know, I really don't get anything. And I'm like, well, you're you're getting stuff. But Kathy doesn't 
I actually think be- has crossed it off your your office calendar, like redact it. <laughs> yeah, because I was I'm in charge of office birthdays, and Kathy's like, it's not that important. And I'm like, yes, it is. I love all the attention on me. I think I've told you that Kathy is completely opposite of me. But what we do have in common is for a long time before Kathy got relocated, we were the only two queers in the office. Oh, hi. And so we that we, we know of. it's true true the only out queer but kathy is um my uh, professional friend so i would be i would be in the office and i'd be like oh yeah dick pics are so funny and she'd be like dude i love dick pics too but we can't talk about this in the office (laughs) you gotta reel it in buddy you gotta read her in (laughs) well i don't want to like go too far past the birthday conversation because kathy did you know that um, Tanya's birthday is like on March fifth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I am freaking out because I have to come up with the perfect birthday gift. What do okay. you think I should get her? Oh man, a basketball! <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> That's a really good idea, actually. Thank you. Um, if you could get, uh, I don't know, Michael Jordan. To stop by. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was saying I need to set the bar really high because then my birthday swoops around in December. So I want to make sure, you know, her, I've her set 40th. the standards. Yeah, my it's, it's all about it's all about banking the points, right? <laughs> yes. Thank you. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. Well, and Brooke, here's what I here's what I know about Tanya is um she calls me the professional friend. Tanya is like my social justice warrior friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's been talked about yet on the, no. the podcast, but that's something it. that I really admire is, you know, like she doesn't have to do the work that she does, um, but she does. And it's, you know, it's maybe at the at the cost of what, like putting her neck out there or, or, you know, or sticking her neck out or whatever. I, it's, it's admirable. It's, it's good work. And she's not afraid to to do it and sustain it. And even when people, you know, get tired of um, maybe blacking the screen out for one day on Instagram, Tanya is like still fighting the fight. And so that's always, um, that's always amazing. And maybe it, maybe it comes from, you know, being queer and, and that advocacy, but it's, it's such a big heart, freaking Pisces. Oh my gosh. No, I did notice. I mean, because for a long time there, you were making videos. And so there were a lot of the, you know, because when I was doing the traditional cyber stalking, social media stalking, you know, when we start get to know each other, I noticed a lot of those. It was really, um, Black Lives Matter was really, really important. Yeah, so I I come from uh, a really small town of people with huge hearts that I just don't think that they're bad people. They just don't really understand. And I said, you know, I have a way of communicating with I felt like I had a way of communicating pe- with people that they would actually listen. And I made just simple videos of what it is like being anti-racist and you know starting with what is black lives matter what is white privilege what is god i did a bunch of them i was doing them every day for a while and i haven't done one in a while because i just uh it's it's a roller coaster and Mm -hmm. i couldn't imagine being black in america right now um tough times yeah 
Yeah, it's it's really good stuff. And I know your listeners can't necessarily see this, but I I'm Asian and there's a lot of, uh, you know, thanks to thanks to a former president. There's a lot of like uh, anti-Asian sentiments and even actions. Um, and so luckily I haven't been the recipient of, of any of that. But, you know, definitely I think visibility matters. That's why this podcast is so cool. You know, it's just like normalizing, uh, you know, non, non-straight non <laughs> relationships. And, um, you know, I just, I think that it's it's so important to to just be like, here's, here's who we are and here's what we do. And, you know, and, and if you're not part of the population, advocacy is, is so important. And that's why, that's why I love Tanya. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So Kathy and I actually went to a march together and it was a really interesting perspective because we we marched to Reed College and listened to a white speaker talk about what it was like to be a white ally. And I was like all jazzy about it. I was like, wasn't that great? And Kathy's like, mm. <laughs> uh, you know, and it was really awesome getting Kathy's perspective, being a person yeah. of color. And she explained to me there is a lot of people, of black people and people of color that need the microphone right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I didn't think about it like that. And so mm-hmm. the point I'm trying to really drive home is talk to your friends and be willing to be uncomfortable. Absolutely. And be no. willing to learn and grow. Do you remember that conversation, Cassie? Yeah, it was it was lovely. And I don't remember <laughs> being being such a poo-pooer of. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's totally I mean, I was having the same conversations with my roommate, like, we talk a lot about advocacy and what we can be doing and where we can plug in and how we can make the most effort. My roommate, you know, my uh, yeah, roommate, I guess still, um, Alex is like the most amazing human in the whole world. And she's always out there giving back her time and plugging in and just like being so cool. And so she talks to me about it all the time. And to your point, like it was so important for us to be having those conversations. And we would talk about it like, who is going to be speaking at that rally? She was putting together events and it was like, we don't need to hand the microphone to another white person, you know, to have this mm. conversation we need to have black people having their voice right now. And she was working with a lot of communities and hearing some of those concerns and needs. And it was just honestly for me, just like mind blowing and just, just to like really dig into it and um, learn about everything <laughs> that was going on. I mean, it's, been a wild ride and I just really appreciate those that have you know put in the time and effort and to your point neck on the line to be an advocate and make sure that we're still continuing the conversation so I just got on my soapbox for a sec yo um but it, I feel super super strongly about it <laughs> your, your podcast is now like uh no one wants my like you know <laughs> my opinion box. no one wants my opinion still don't want the cookies either. <laughs> no one wants my soapbox <laughs> Kathy, if you feel comfortable, I would love for you to share how you were raised, you know, in the Midwest by white parents. And now Mm. you're in Oakland and you are with people that look like you. Do you feel comfortable talking? Wait, you grew up in the Midwest? Where in the Midwest? I grew up in West Michigan. Okay, I'm Iowa. Yeah, right on. So, um, I mean, first of all, I eat a a fuck ton more vegetables. (laughs) It's, It's not all like frozen or canned yes. um, but yeah uh well I mean it was the 80s and and things were so different it was just like you know Reagan and and everyone that Reagan approved of and so um 
I didn't really have a, a, a lot of sense of, of who I was. Um, I spent most of my time repressing and hiding uh, my sexuality because I knew that very, very early. Um, so that created some fun habits in adulthood, like secretiveness and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, evasion and <laughs> all that good stuff um, that I'm working out now in therapy. Um, <laughs> yay, yay, Girl, yay, therapy. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> We're like, so here for it. No, no, therapy is a, a good thing. And thank God for millennials because they will not shut the fuck up about uh, therapy. It's, yeah. it's uh, their jam. <laughs> I talk about my therapist all the time. Like she's like my buddy to all my friends. I mean, I think it's important. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yay mental health. Uh, It, yeah, I, I um, started out at a small Christian college. Um, That's when I came out slash was outed, uh, was asked to, to leave. And so I finished up at a a big, better college (laughs) that people recognize. And um yeah, I came out to, to Oregon. Oregon's still pretty uh, pretty monochromatic, um, but it was nice to be around different viewpoints, um, you know, just, just an open world there. Um, you know, the first time I really thought about my race and color, though, was when I went to Hawaii. I was, like, 36, and... Um, when I landed, I was like, holy shit, like, these are my people. And I knew somebody in, in Michigan who um, came out to college for, or from Hawaii. And she was always a little bit, like, grumpy, you know, because mostly because of the weather. The weather sucked. Yeah, totally. And, um, but there were just all these, you know, like, the same kind of people all around. And, and I didn't get it because I was raised around that environment. But when I went to Hawaii, I was like, I, I get it. I get it. This is wonderful. And it feels like home. Yeah. Uh, Oakland's been really cool. I, um, I, my last partner, um, she's black. And so we had a lot of conversations last summer about, um, you know, race and, and her experience versus my experience and, and all that. Uh, so we got, we got pretty deep in the weeds cause, um, I was on furlough and there wasn't much else to do. <laughs> we were stuck together. Um, so yeah, uh, those were good conversations. Um, but yeah, being in being in Oakland, I think the biggest thing about the Bay Area is that there's a lot of people who are really open about themselves um, and in a very casual way. Uh, but also, <laughs> when I got out to to Oakland, um, I was getting uh, through like a. a I had just wrapped up a, a wrapped up like a production, um, wrapped up an eleven year marriage, um, or a, a partnership. We were we were married for, um, I mean, since it was legal, um, like maybe 20, 2014, 2015. and um, so I was wrapping that up, a monogamous eleven year relationship. Uh, from Craigslist, by the way, we can talk about that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit! Yes, <laughs> nobody ever thinks of Craigslist. It's so good. Please tell me it was like a missed encounters too, which is like my favorite. <laughs> no, but we did we did see each other uh, before. I I can definitely talk yeah, about we'll have that. Yeah, we'll talk but... about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So after that, um, I had just kind of I had come down to the Bay Area, and I was basically you guys know what Rumspringer is. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing your <laughs> <laughs> for your 
for your listeners, and and this is coming from a pretty traditional Midwestern, like quasi sometimes Republicanish, sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, moderate sort of um, humble person. But yeah, I I came down to the Bay Area and I was like, holy cow, can I can I put this in my mouth? Can I, um, you know, make out with this? Can I? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, two at once, or, you know, just all this craziness. <laughs> and I would, yeah, I, um, I was in, like, an open relationship. I had, like, four girlfriends at once, and then who, who knows what else going on, and it got, it got a little nuts. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I had, like, never done drugs before. Like, I had smoked, like, a cigarette and drank, and that has changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you changed so much since you went to California. But but now I, I have full custody of, of a, a six year old, so uh, oh. we're back we're back to, to home base again. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that's so interesting. So I actually came out late last year, like last mm -hmm. year. So it's been only a little bit of time, but it's a lot of people's advice is you need to go just like, fuck everyone. <laughs> like, okay, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's sort of like going out and like exploring everything, I guess. Um, so, I mean, I had a little bit of anxiety even being like, you know, you're, oh, so you're just going to like jump into a relationship. Like that's what you're going to do right out of coming out. And then, um, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to fucking do because this person's amazing and I can't imagine not being with her. That's me. Yeah, that's Tanya. <laughs> but it's like, am I doing it wrong? Like, I just, you know, it, it's it's so hard growing up and finding yourself and just like leaning into those like, wait, what am I doing? I'm smoking cigarettes and like having beers and I have four girlfriends. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. But it's not like, Brooke, you've never been. And this is, you know, what bisexuals get really pissed about. And I'm dating a bisexual right now. But it's it's like they, you know, I, I feel like they're like, it's it's just people. Right. Yes, so exactly. so whether you figure out that you like something else, you know, it's 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 not like yeah you have never um interacted with with people before exactly i feel the same way like yeah i've been in relationships before like i know there's just yeah it's, it's different body parts yeah yeah yes. i don't i just um i but it, it is sort of that like okay i'm gonna do it my own way even though some people are resistant you know and i don't make need to make this all about me but it's this whole like journey of finding yourself and finding where you fit in the world and who your community is that's like um is is really powerful if you can lean into it and you're doing the work along the way agree and i would argue that the most important thing for compatibility is really what you guys have going on which is um if you're a morning person or a night <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Can you imagine if we weren't both morning people. No, oh god, that'd be awful. Awful. Yeah, we can't get enough of each other. <laughs> so I don't think that she's missing the D. Necessarily, <laughs> I think she's more concerned of like, oh, will she get up in the morning and cook me breakfast? Is she good in bed? Which I am. Um, Amazing. <laughs> no ragging. Is she an equal? Um, I always thought, thought thought it was funny. I don't know if you remember this, Kathy. It's gotten a little bit better, but lesbians 
and their hateful judgments against bisexuals. Do you remember? It's getting a little better, but it's still there. Like, I know a lot of lesbians that were like, oh, no, like they can't make their mind up or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty staunch until until and, you know, like you you've done this as well. Like and, and I'm I'm about an 80 20 blend. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think. Yeah, until until you you go ahead and and jump to the other side, and then you're like, oh well, uh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you become a, a hypocrite. Yeah, I well, and I think there's there's a, because you know the movies in the movies, which is all we really had for a while before online communities. It was like you know the the like the straight bored housewife kind of jumps over, tries tries something fun. And then goes back to her husband. And I think that's what we were all like, oh, is that going to happen to me? But the the reality is, and again, Brooke, it's like you may fall for another man, but you may fall for another woman. Or you may fall for your job. Or you may fall for, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know, like uh, New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of things. Trust me, I know that can fuck up relationships. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh no, I'm really good. I was really good at that. Job was job was my thing. And what I think of that I have been figuring out too is that friends, like I'm super protective of my friends. And that's like that's super important part of my life. Definitely not the D anymore. Oh yeah. Bye. <laughs> See you never. No. <laughs> but I always say, like, I always give myself permission to change my mind. And so, you know, it's, it's always a wild ride. Who knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we never would have thought that, you know, we would be here like this would have happened mm -hmm. like no, no way in hell. So you just really never know. You never know. Got to do what feels good. It's like that. Uh, I think of the Rihanna song, you know, we found love in a hopeless place. I know that's not the word, the title of the song, but. <laughs> yes, I could tell, you want to sing it, babe? I yeah, don't I know it. Oh, gosh. How does it wait? No, you know, I'll just edit this in later. Just like <laughs> me singing it really, really well. <laughs> you don't play more than three seconds. Otherwise, you got to pay her. <laughs> I, just, I just, I actually started having like the feelings from trivia where I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. I'm so nervous. Oh, we have a yeah, I'm not that smart, you guys. I'm not, the, and I'm definitely not judgy. <laughs> no, we know you. That was you, it's a really cool crowd. I was like, we're 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 with the cool kids. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so wait. So tell us about this um, Craigslist situation. Um. So back in the day, kids, uh, when. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. When when you're like me and you you like a certain type of of woman who let's say you can't tell you, you Tanya, you hear of a hundred footer? What? Have you ever heard of a, a hundred footer? That's like the, the girl you can tell is queer from a hundred feet oh, away. Oh yeah. Mm. I like I like the fifty footer. <laughs> yeah, I like the oh first time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you something. I mean, that hasn't happened in a while, but I have been like number two or number three for a bit. Anyway, it's it's that that type of girl, and so I'm not gonna like go shooting my shot um, and then like have you know mad husbands all around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, so that's my type. And so Craigslist was kind of where, you know, where you got straight to the point. And I'm horrible. I'm like a supreme introvert. <clears throat> and so I'm really, uh, really awkward at bars. I, I was just listening to your episode about <laughs> yeah, Tanya killing it. <laughs> Cece Slaughters. Yeah. <laughs> but but I was so envious because she has the guts, maybe the liquid courage, I don't know, but she had the guts to go talk to people. That's not me. Um yeah, even like when I'm surrounded by a group of friends and they're like, I've got five wing people. It's just like it doesn't happen. So Craigslist was where it's at. Um, I am a little bit better at writing things out than, you know, than talking face to face. Like at the party, I'm the person who goes to find the dog or <laughs> the dishes. Like, like I'll help you, you know, pre-clean as the party's going because it's something to do that isn't talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but you're um, so delightful. You're just like so. You seem so extroverted when we're having this conversation. It's it's really hard to imagine. Uh huh. After this, I'll probably go sit in a dark room for a minute. You're <laughs> <laughs> like tapped out. <laughs> like did it. Oh, I know how introverted she is oh, because yeah. we've been friends for almost four years, and I'm always like, ah, la, 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 la. and Kathy's like, Tanya, <laughs> like, calm down. Let's reel it in. This is an extra special episode, then. Yeah, but so this was you guys are, are like family though. You you know, you I feel like um through listening, you know, listening to you and it's just um yeah, like I feel very, very comfortable, very familiar. Oh, I love that. This but is so good. For our younger listeners, like Yes, Craigslist. Emma, Kids. Emma and Maddie <laughs> are two younger listeners. Um <laughs> Craigslist is not allowed anymore. You cannot pick up people on Craigslist because it has become so nefarious and so tied with like nefarious activities. Um yeah, that that they've shut that down. Um so you can't yeah, you can't really do that anymore, which I'm, you know, now you have like 10 different apps, which. Yeah, right. this is this is this is pre-dating apps. Is What is better about the Craigslist experience that you don't get with the apps? Well, you would write out a little ad. Anonymity. <laughs> yep. Yeah, anonymity. So you didn't have to put up a picture. Yeah. Um, they could, you know, ghost you after they see your picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would. Uh, yeah, you could you could just write out a, a little thing and be clever and you know it's like a, a little um, I love it. Yeah, like a combination of like a, a high school note and a, yeah, just um, like a long ass personal ad. Oh my um, god, high school notes f f were the best, and like kids these days, they don't get any <laughs> high school notes, do they? They text no. each other. They're like sup question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we because we've been going through our old stuff. Like we know we've been talking about it. Though the notes, those are the best parts. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it does have that high school note feeling. That's so cool. So Craigslist was like, yeah, that long lost art of yeah. of writing it out, and um, <clears throat> that's how I found I found um, the girlfriend before Kate. That was a three year relationship. Sorry not trying to say names and then my <laughs> oh i'm really good at beeping them out you should hear the next episode i'm editing it was like every <laughs> other word was someone's last name <laughs> i got you girl <laughs> and then um yeah and then an 11 year yeah marriage with a kid so um and that and that person actually 
when we met on our first date, we we went running at uh, Try and Try and Creek State Park. <laughs> so my worst nightmare of a first date. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like hi, nice to meet you. You're in like awkward fitting shorts, and we're gonna sweat a bunch and like run on these trails, so we can't talk a whole bunch either. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like why don't you just go to a movie? That's like my version of taking going for a run where we don't nah. have to another space. <laughs> you. You and your ex-wife went running for the first date. Yep, yep. I was just getting caught up. Yeah. I, <laughs> I am just disgusted with you right now. I like I am so disappointed. Like whose idea was that? <laughs> um, probably, probably mine. But she went along with it. But the the point is, when we when we met, she's like, I know you, and I was the at that time I was um, I was a barista. Uh, when I was putting myself through grad school and she was a frequent customer there but I had never like it's not that I wasn't attracted to her but like there's certain there's a thing that I do when I think like a, a girl's like completely straight and I just like shut her off you know I'm like nope don't even They're like don't yeah. Line for her don't even you know like kind of out of your league sort of thing and so I I was like oh this person um like if I saw her in in the store which she saw me and she knew me and apparently I blew her off one day because I was very upset and moody and so I just I did that thing where I just like set the coffee up and turn around and get back to work yeah <laughs> super busy got another latte coming up yeah yeah so that was her impression yeah. she's like I know you I've I've seen you before and I'm like oh great but that was that was where she had seen me was uh, that's so cute yeah, like and you had been in each other's lives, but really just hadn't had that special connection until. Well, it, and she continued to date me, even though I was rude to her. Well, <laughs> Tanya and I often talk about because we we were. I feel like we we're basically the same like person. We would go to the bars and hang out with our friend. Like we have definitely crossed paths at some point, and I'm just like so curious when it was. Like I want to know. Yeah, we haven't figured it out yet, but we both feel like we've met each other before. Yeah. Portland's small, too. It's, it's very... So small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you think it's, it's a big city, but it's... You run into people all the time, that, you know. And especially if you've been here for a long time, which both of us have, you know, so... Yeah. So, you graduated Craigslist. You were married. So, you... So, you go through a divorce, and I'm assuming you got on some queer dating apps. Why don't you run us through that a bit? <laughs> Actually, um, I I met all of my people in person, like the, the old fashioned way. Apparently, when you put out an availability vibe, <laughs> okay. it, it comes back to you. So <laughs> that's what was happening then. Um yeah, uh, but I did, I, I actually, I met the person I'm seeing now um, on a queer dating app. It's called Her, and it, is that how you guys met? Yeah, yeah we met on Her. I hope they sponsor us. I know. Good. It was funny. So I actually, when I got to the Bay Area, I put out a friend ad on Her. And so mm. I've met a number of uh, very good, solid friends, like totally platonic. And that's how um, this relationship started. And we were, we were platonic friends. Um, we've known each other for about two years now, and we've only been uh, together for about three or four months. Um, and so, 
yeah, queer dating apps. It, it was amazing, and and having gone from like the CD pages of Craigslist, <laughs> where like probably one in six uh, respondents was like a man pretending to. <laughs> yeah, whatever. what was like the most wild response you ever got from Craigslist? Um, I mean, like dick pics. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. So like Tanya's like dream scenario. <laughs> Dick pics all day. I love dick pics. Love them. It's so weird. <laughs> um, that's but, cool, but it was, though, it was back in the early aughts, so it was like all grainy and like. Oh, for <laughs> you're like, sure. Yeah, you're like, is that a dick or a cucumber? Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that though that your current relationship, you guys started off as friends because, uh, I just think that that's such a, a solid way to start a relationship, and we've talked about that a lot because we like talked a lot before we actually met in person and it just like created this solid foundation to work off of. Yeah, uh, it is. There's a, absolutely. I agree. And it is hella confusing because <laughs> <laughs> there's no timeline. Right. So, so here's, yeah. here's, here's where this went. Uh, like we met and then we were friends and then we kind of counseled each other through various relationships, ending of relationships. Like we were both, you know, doing our things. And then um, I moved in to her house. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, okay. So you brought yeah. the U-Haul on the zero day. No, no. They moved in as, you moved in as like a roommate. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm living in her basement. Yeah. And um and I actually moved in with my last partner. Okay. That and then and then that ended. So she's kind of there to like watch that slash. She wasn't like heavy counseling, but it was definitely like there was a night when I couldn't sleep, and so I like went upstairs and and like we you know watched TV and like it was just yeah still very platonic, and we had just like had that that uh, barrier that like you know. It's it's a phrase, but Chinese wall, right? <laughs> and and it's like we had that that thing, and I say that because she's half Chinese. <laughs> and so anyway, being a little punny, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just um, I don't know. And then and then I so when the the ex came back and she was moving out and I had, and it was like all this huge mess. Cause I, my kid was being flown down to California from Oregon, um, sort of an emergency situation. So I took her to my parents um, in Florida. And so we like corresponded every day and we're just like friends, friends, friends. And then we get back and, and then it's like, um, I don't know. We just like, we're spending, it's COVID, right? So you're spending so much time together. And then all of a sudden it's like, I, I think something might be happening. Oh, and, you know, it's, it, the timing's weird. There's this kid in the picture and, and it's just like, it just felt really messy. So we, we went into it very lucidly, like with a series of conversations, prioritizing the friendship, prioritizing the kid, um, <clears throat> my kid, and, you know, and it just, it felt really, yeah, so you guys are right, solid foundation. But the timing or the the timeline, because it's like, when we first kissed, it's so weird to be like, I love you, because I had so much friend love yes, for her. right? Oh, wow. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... But I remember, like, like when we when we kissed and we had that connection, I was just like, I mean, like, there was, 
so it was so confusing. And then I don't know. Um, but it sounds like you guys are great communicators, which is like the the thing that's going to make this work, right? Like just being able to openly talk about whatever, even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I only try and sabotage things about once a week. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're solid. Tanya and I had our first fight yesterday. I oh. Went, it wasn't a fight. It wasn't let's, even a fight. Let's, because... uh, yeah. Are you yeah. ready to talk, to talk about that? Yeah, I think we should probably talk about it a little bit. Well, so. I, I, I get that sabotaging thing because, like, we had this little miscommunication about what. So I'm packing up my apartment right now. Um, Kathy knows what's going on, but I'll tell uh, the listeners. I, I was laid off for nine months um, due, or I was furloughed due to COVID, and my rent is like $1,400. I live on the west side of Portland, and I just decided this isn't really feasible for me anymore. So I was kind of already leaning in. I was actually talking to my employer about getting a transfer to maybe Colorado or California, and so I was kind of already on my way out. Well, Brooke and I go on this wild and crazy adventure and we get to the sunshine and I was like, wow, this feels really good. And so we've decided to go back. Brooke's keeping her place in Portland, but um, I'm moving out of my apartment. We're moving to Yuma. <laughs> moving this out of. This is such a big news. I feel like we've been alluding to it forever. Yeah. Um, so Kathy, Kathy's been in the loop because you know she's my co-worker and 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 i'm probably one definitely one of my closest co-workers so she knows what's going on but why was i telling the story where was okay because we had our first fight okay so <laughs> i had this idea the other day i was like you know we should really have happy hour with your friends on friday as long as we get a lot of stuff done around around here or if i feel like we've got a lot of stuff around done around here and so brooke's like oh my god yes you know alex and cody and emily and so yesterday morning, she's like, I'm so excited to see my friends. I was like, if we get stuff done. And she's like, we are going. Okay. And <laughs> I like, both of us immediately shut down. Yeah. Well, we're in the middle of a really kind of stressful situation. And we've had a good humor about it. But I think everything just piled on on the same day. Like, oh, shit, we have to pack this apartment. And we want to see everybody before we leave. And I'm so excited for you to come see my friends. Also, we woke up and weren't cuddling for the first time ever. So it just set a weird tone for the entire day, I think. But I started sabotaging. Like, I yeah. was trying to look for things wrong with Brooke. Which was really hard for her to do. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Good luck with that, Tanya. <laughs> No, it really was challenging. And, I'm, and I and I wanted to push her away. I was like, I need some space. And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, do you want me to leave? And I'm like, no, don't leave. But so tell me about how you sabotage. Because I feel really insecure right now talking about it. <laughs> no, it was totally. I mean, it was just like we were having a stressful day. We were able to communicate through it. That's why we were not like it was a fight. It was just like a kind of feelings of what did we call it like a feelings uh, an emotional disagreement emotional disagreement <laughs> lack of communication yeah um and yeah it is kind of uncomfortable to talk about but like I feel like we all do that in some ways and we're just trying to protect ourselves and um also it was a full moon yesterday y'all so and I believe in that shit like that always sends me into a weird ass tailspin mm. 
Do you ever feel the full moon, Kathy? No, but I've I've been with a number of people who believe in it fully. (laughs) (laughs) Again, punny, but um, (laughs) they. they, (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) Okay, I'm basically a dad in like a you know. <laughs> Not dad that. body, but yeah. No, I'm oh, down for Kathy it. definitely has dad jokes. Like she, I could totally see Kathy being like at a barbecue, you know, with an apron, telling really dumb jokes. You probably would like the Mauiid story, the Mauiid joke. Then, like, go to Hawaii and get Mauiid instead of married. <laughs> Maui, jokes <laughs> yeah. like that. But Kathy, really, do you really sabotage, or was that kind of a joke? Um, I do. Well, uh. I think so. I'll tell you in this um, in this current situation, as mentioned, I'm living in this person's house. So the balance of power is interesting, and yeah. you know she's being so grace gracious about it and just amazing. And you know, not it's all me, <laughs> um, but I definitely uh, you know like I don't know. Uh, it's it's mostly pulling away, I would say, and and kind of testing. Like, are you gonna are you gonna come after me? Are you gonna fight for this? Are you gonna? <laughs> and it's such a shitty thing to do. People don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. It's so it's it's, it's so hard awful. not to sometimes. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Tanya just being like, I need some space, and I'm like, what does that mean? I thought we were breaking up. She just wanted me to go for like five minutes you know so it's like interpreting what each other means which by the way last night when we were cuddling I, she got a little hot and she needed um <laughs> she 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 needed me to like scoot over for a second and so the language she chose to use last night was i need some space which so i was like too soon yeah so this morning i'm like are we okay like i meant like i just needed to get up and go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah, like don't tell me you need space but but i would like to say cassie that 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 feeling of like are you gonna are you gonna Mm -hmm. come for me you're gonna fight for Mm -hmm. me i know exactly that feeling and actually during this emotional disagreement brooke like looked at me and she's like i'm gonna fight for you so what needs to happen right now and i was like oh just tell me that i'm safe and everything's gonna be okay and so that was really cool Mm -hmm. And this is probably one of the first times in my life where I'm not like, oh, you said you needed space. And I was like packing my bags like three seconds later. I was like, this is super special. And I'm I'm going to fight for this. Like, you're not we're, we're going to talk through this. And it was great. Um, so, oh, <laughs> two things. Yeah. Two things about that. Number one, I mean, like the thing I'm working on is just uh, generating that self-soothing and generating the the self-love because I, I mean, like you know, just throughout my life, and and this isn't about me necessarily, but I just, I have a lot of um, issues with like self-confidence and, you know, just believing um, that I'm, I'm worthy in a relationship. And there's just, there's just a lot of baggage. Um, And, but I think what you guys talked about is that cycle, because everybody's going to have a cycle of like, um, homeostasis, like, you know, the good times, and then a miscommunication, a disconnection, and then a reconnection. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's all about how you handle that reconnection, how A, quickly it happens, and how B, you know, like, how it happens without like, um, are you resenting the person for for fighting for the relationship mm-hmm. or does it feel like really good and so i think and that's and that's what makes you know like like the relationship that i'm in now it it, it and your guys's relationship it's like 
the cycle of of coming back together and or how you do it it's uh it's different it feels different oh it's completely 100 million percent different neither one of us raised our voice we we both used well i felt i felt when you said that we had to go that you weren't giving me an option that i could Mm -hmm. stay home and pack my apartment and she was like no i felt like I need to, I want to help you get stuff done, but you're not communicating of what exactly I can help with. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, let's bang it out. Well, and you did did say at one point, she was like, I just thought we were going to be the couple that never fought. Mm -hmm. And I am freaking out because I feel like we just had like a disagreement and I, and and I kind of sat with that for a second and, and was like, we are going to have fights or we're going to have disagreements. It's how we choose to have those. And like being respectful with one another and not raising our voices, like things are going to come up and we just have to figure out how to like, quote unquote, fight fair, where it's like we're being super respectful to one another. So we're figuring that out. But yeah, we've been together every day for almost a month now. So um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like when you get in a relationship and you know it's unhealthy and you're like, we're going to fight all the time, but oh, whatever, I don't want to be single. Mm-hmm. That's not with Brooke at all. Like with Brooke, I'm like, God, I never want to fight with her. I never want to hurt her feelings. Like I want to make her happy every single day. And it just threw me for a loop. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, like, it sounds like the whole package, which is so nice to have <laughs> and yeah. rare. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're about to move to Yuma, Arizona, which is about as far south as you can get in Arizona, where we're going to live in a retirement community together for at least a few months. So I feel like we have to feel like this is really solid to do something like that. And definitely, definitely feel that way. I hope you love tarantulas. Yeah. Oh, so-, <laughs> so she was talking about scorpions last night. And I'm like, nope. Yeah, so I've actually lived, uh, this is uh, my uncle's guest house, and I've actually lived in it before when I was going through another hard transition in my life. So it's like I go to Uncle Charlie's when things are hard. Like, this is the the second time I've kind of done a restart because, for one, it's sunshine, and for two, um, Uncle Charlie, like, I have a really great relationship with him. Three, free rent. And so last time I was there on my little recovery, I think I was there for four months last time, I saw a tarantula walk across the street. And I was like, holy <laughs> cow. And I told my uncle about it. And my uncle actually retired. Well, he's not fully retired, but he started like doing the semi retired life, I think, when he was 40. So 30 something years ago. Oh, maybe years. Yeah. Um, I think so. I'll have to double check with him. But he said in the whole time that he has been down, he's a snowbird, right? He's only seen one tarantula and that was like under a shed and so he was shocked that i saw it so i'm not too worried about the tarantulas are you supposed to like shake out your shoes to make sure there aren't tarantulas (laughs) no (laughs) no they're very docile and i don't think they can like chew oh Oh, god you just made me so itchy (laughs) i hate spiders i have a huge oh god i'm itching (laughs) anyway let's change the subject okay we just had our second fight y'all the uh oh good i'm glad i got to be part of that the transfer <laughs> was my favorite so i was i was hoping we make up awkward <laughs> yeah, <no>. uh, 
All right. Just we'll love. just bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I just love, I, I, I cannot imagine a better interview than with you this morning. It's like exactly what we needed. You're absolutely <laughs> delightful. You guys are kind. And it's just like, so Kathy was kind of a hard sell. When we started this podcast, I was like, Kathy, I want you on the podcast because you're, you're queer and you're Asian. <laughs> you're, you're interviewing people who are like actively dating. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in a, a, a confusing monogamous relationship. Right <laughs> yeah. So I was like, come on. And she's like, I'll think about it to just a couple days ago where she's like, I'm ready. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, and also Kathy and I have kind of a funny story too, cause I have this huge fear of rides and Kathy forced me to go on the New York, New York roller coaster. Oh shit. That was you <laughs> in that Vegas, <laughs> in Vegas. We were on a work trip and I got drunk and Kathy was like, we're going to ride the roller coaster with the the guys and I was like no thanks and I'm standing in line and one of our co-workers is like well I'm gonna bail I'm gonna go down to the casino and I'm like yeah I'm gonna go with you and Kathy's like no you're not <laughs> so I <laughs> we have this picture where Kathy's having the time of her life with this big smile on her face and I am like crying with my eyes shut can, so, can we use that as the podcast yes. so I, I'm gonna have to go into the office um to go get it because i don't have i don't have a copy of the only copy i have of it is at the office so i'll, I'll send it to you i'll send oh, it to it? you yeah okay. yeah oh yes. yes it's so good but um <laughs> she's like any... <laughs> oh my god it's so bad i'm just like get me off of this thing and i wouldn't have <laughs> if i wasn't so drunk i would have put up a bigger fight and also i didn't work pay for it <laughs> yeah well uh no like a guy at work paid for all of us to go on. Yeah, I don't think I would have paid for it. And the pictures. <laughs> um, no, not in Vegas. Not not with our salaries. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's great. And I, I think on my on my Instagram, I, I have it up there and I have this like sort of quote about like perspective. Like two people experiencing the same thing. <laughs> yes. And One just like, time through. of her life, the other's like, get me the fuck off this. Yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> Were, did, weren't you standing in a line for a roller coaster one time because you thought it was the snack line yeah <laughs> <laughs> so my, my best friend Aaron lived in San Diego in the summer when we were growing up and and so I went there one summer and it was the roller coaster which is funny because we just saw this and I'm telling Brooke this story before she saw the roller coaster and I'm like it's this huge <laughs> huge roller coaster on the beach when we actually saw it a couple weeks ago she's like that roller coaster and i'm like well i was terrified so i'm 16 we're standing in this line and there's like an arcade there's roller coaster there's like other rides and we're standing in the line and i thought we were like getting elephant ears or something that's i think that's what she told me because she knew i wouldn't get on because i've had a fear of rides my whole life and so we get up like really close and i'm like oh we're not in this line for the roller coaster are we and she's like yep and it's too late and i like go to turn around and it's like summertime san diego tons of people i could not get out of the line and she's like you're gonna have to do it and i was like fuck you and i'm pretty sure my eyes were closed that time too so i've been on two roller coasters yeah, one with one. you and one with my best friend yeah that's so funny 
As long as I got sloppy seconds. <laughs> well, at your age, you're used to that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to be the first. I'm sick of breaking people in, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. You're so yeah. awesome. Well, you got any last words? Any words of wisdom or advice before we let you go this morning? Uh, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> that's so, well, that's kind of awkward. <laughs> Like, I'm a bit heretical. <laughs> <laughs> um, Besides not doing drugs. <laughs> no, you, you guys, you guys are amazing. Keep on keeping on. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it's no wonder you got in a fight. You guys are like moving. Moving is so freaking stressful. Uh -huh. I, Yeah. Um, doing it both at the same time and then everything else thrown in. Uh, you know, I guess just uh, just remember your love for each other, right? Remember, Aww. I don't know, just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're on camera right now, so... <laughs> we Put your shirts on. Yes. Put yeah. your shirts on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, we're, we're not a trivia, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever do bingo or Yahtzee, give us a call or karaoke. You know, I host bingo, Kathy. I have an alter ego. Her name is Debbie Dobbers, and she is a bingo host. She started in person, but she since has gone virtual. So if you ever want to get your friends together, I'd be happy to host a bingo night. Well, does she have a costume? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wig, glasses? Wig, glasses, often bright red lipstick. She has a bit of an attitude, so you got to watch out for uh, her. Fur coat, faux uh, fur coat. I have a blue faux fur coat, or sometimes I wear my bright pink sequin jackets. Nice. <laughs> is she from a different region? <laughs> uh, she, well, actually, I think that she is married or dating um, Tanya's alter ego that we had in that video one time, Tucker. Tucker, when I played the man <laughs> in the Instagram video. Yeah. Yeah, so Tucker Dobbers and Tucker. Debbie Dobbers. <laughs> it's great. It's perfectly healthy and normal. It's great. <laughs> um, well, this is a joy having you on. Yeah, you are great, Kathy. I can't wait yeah, to see this too, picture. Guys. That's going to be the episode. Oh, yeah, send it to me. All right. All right, Kathy. Well, take care, buddy. And thanks, guys, for listening to No One Wants My Cookies. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at No One Wants My Cookies. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.